0: You're listening to the official South Bay Church podcast. For more about us, please visit southbaychurch.us. All right, can you hear me? Hey, Chris, and your new wife. Um, I'm having a moment here because, um, man, we miss you guys uh, a lot and uh and it's it's not just it's not just the in and out burger i mean it's a lot that but but a lot of it is you or some of it is you as well um And so, and I definitely miss uh, my friendship with Brian. I miss uh, this worship team. We certainly miss you guys, but we keep up with you through uh, Facebook. And so, uh, I'm just so proud of this ministry. So proud of uh, the people whose hearts have been stirred to come and serve in this ministry. Um, Noah, thank you so much. Um, So cool to see what God did in your life. Um, And thank you, Mia. Uh, for your testimony as well. In some ways, the hard work is done. Of every uh, retreat I've ever been to, I I remember people's testimony. Um, And I never remember the sermons. So uh, you are totally fine to tune out for the next, like, half hour or so. And I'll just try to keep it quick. But as long as you know that God worked powerfully in these two people's lives, that will be the memory of this time. Amen? Amen. Uh, I hope that uh, you do come visit us uh, next year in July. July is a wonderful time to be in Central Florida. It's, uh, it's amazing. Um, it's not much different than May or June or August or September or even October. Um, we're, we're, we're keep, we tilt, talk ourselves into, yes, we live here now. Um, And then when I wake up on a morning like this and it's like 60-something degrees, I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, amen. Uh, If you want to know anything about the conference, uh, you can go to wds2020.net. We've done a lot of work on the website to really make it a one-stop shop for everything you might need to know. If you even want to go there on your phone now and begin the tuning out process of me, you are... You're welcome to do that. Um, What happens is everything you would need to know is right there. You can launch from WDS2020.net. So if you want to register, go for it. Uh, We're bringing the giant cow there, which is uh, if you have kids, 3 to 10, and you realize, yeah, I love going to the conference and then like figuring out toys and stuff to distract my kids, I never get I go, but I don't go. Well, we are bringing a company called The Giant Cow that watches your kids for three days for 45 bucks. I did the math. That's $3 an hour, all right? You can't get babysitting for less than that, or at least you better not pay your babysitter less than that. (laughs) Chance to dance. Uh, In our singles ministry, January 1st of this year, Nicole Warren was baptized into Christ. She is a woman on the rise in Orlando. She's been recognized for all her efforts. She started out uh, just wanting to be a dancer and went uh, to college and they said, don't take dance. You're not going to support yourself with dance. So she took business, got out of college and said, I still want to dance for a living. So she started a dance studio and uh, invited uh, a family. She became a caregiver for uh, an 18 year old boy with cerebral palsy. And uh, she invited their family to her show. And when she got out there dancing, he's nonverbal, but he became somewhat verbal. I mean, he was excited to see her up there dancing so she began to take him to the dance studio and just sort of wheel him around the studio and help him and then she realized a light bulb went off. She really felt a calling from God, from the Holy Spirit and uh, began to go in the schools in central Florida just saying, I'd like to volunteer for your special needs program to teach dance to those students. And so that started a nonprofit. She's won awards. She just won a $15,000 Like, she has one of those big checks. Like, she owns a big check. Have you ever wanted one of those big checks? Like, on The Price is Right or, you know, Publisher's Clearinghouse or, you guys know what that is? Magazine? No, you don't. Um... So, uh, and and she's uh, another contest now, hoping to win 5,000. And so we are just saying, bring you, your staff, all your parents, all your volunteers. We're going to set up a huge 10,000 square foot room, divide it into four, make different zones, sensory zone, tactile zone, technology zone. For those who have parents, uh, for parents of those with uh, really high special needs children that really being in a room like this or loud, and that that just can't do it. (laughs) So you have a place to go as well. So we're trying to think through anything that you might you know, not come because of fill-in-the-blank, and we're trying to offer that to you at the conference, there will be no cost for the uh, chance to dance lounge as well. Uh, So enough promotion, Uh, we hope to see you there, come early if you'd like, or stay late, I I always like, when I usually go sell this, I'm like, you know, we have Disneyland, and and, or World, and Universal, and and, and SeaWorld, and I'm like, oh, well, you have all that too, so... (laughs) If you want to see the Orlando version of it, come on out. And again, in July, those lines and things like that, it is, uh, it's really enjoyable. (laughs) We have so many disciples that work for the, so we get to go, you know, and, and literally my family has stopped asking me to go. They have a better day when I'm not there. And believe it or not, I have a better day when I'm not there. It's... But we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit eventually. Amen? All right. Uh, Living by Faith is a series that we are in. I'm having... uh controller issues I just need to trust that that when I advance it the controller will advance uh, a series called living by faith in Orlando uh, and it, some of it's stolen from obviously our time in Orange County where we went through the series by faith we went through Hebrews in the uh, in the summer we w- did a series called finding faith and and really like Noah and Mia we had people share their testimonies of really their finding faith experience and we we really went through the Gospels of people that found faith in Christ and now we're doing living by faith. And we're going through the epistles. You know, the uh, the, the word faith is belief and, and, and you possess belief. So it can be a verb like I believe or it can be belief like I'm in possession. Both are the term faith. Both are pistos or pisteo in the Greek. And in the gospels, it's about three to one, the verb form. So in the verb form, people are finding faith, acquiring faith, uh, getting faith, searching for faith. In the Gospels, it's the exact opposite. It's about four to one in the noun form. Okay, I have this stuff now. What do I do with it? (laughs) What do I do with this faith? And so the letter to the Galatians, Paul talks a lot about those who came to the faith. Uh, They were uh, pagan. They were Roman and Greek, and they, they really had no concept of the Jewish God, Jehovah God of the Bible. And so when they came to faith... Uh, After Paul left, I believe well-meaning Jews, uh, because they were disciples who were from a Jewish background, came into the church and said, all right, you guys, it's exciting that you're faithful to Christ now, but we're going to teach you a little bit about how to live godly lives. And so here's a day that you should honor for God, right? We call it the Sabbath. And and here's some foods that you shouldn't eat. And here's some rituals. And here's some feasts. And let me have a talk now just with the men. Uh, We're going to talk about a very sensitive subject about holy living called circumcision. Let's excuse the women. Let's have the men. And we're going to really get them to buy into this concept and really... I guess, see where their faith is at, you know. And so they came and they instilled all those teachings, and then they left, and when Paul heard about it, he was a bit annoyed. And, you know, it's not unlike us, I think. At times, we come to faith, we come out of the waters of baptism feeling cleansed, feeling purified. I remember going to bed that night, Uh, University of Colorado in 1990, December 5th. Brian Craig was at my baptism and and, uh, shortly thereafter we began our friendship and our relationship. And so, uh, you know, I just remember like, wow, I I, I am cleansed, I am holy. And then, again, well-meaning, I started, okay, I got to have my quiet times, right? Okay, and then devotional is Wednesday at 7, got that, check. Okay, Bible talk is Thursday. And and so, again, I kind of started to follow what really is all well-meaning stuff. But for me, that's easier than really being close to God. It's easier to do than to be. I feel much better when I'm doing than when I'm being. And Paul says, you know, that's foolishness. He says, who has bewitched you? Christ was portrayed as crucified, and, and I would like to learn from you. You know, did you receive the Spirit by observing the law, by the checklist, or by believing in what you'd heard? Are you so foolish after beginning with the Spirit are you trying to attain your goal by human effort? How many of you guys have been there? Well-meaning, I, I want to stay faithful, but there are seasons of our life when we are just in the flesh trying to live the Christian life. And I think we got to ask ourselves a-, a real question here. Um, tomorrow morning, what is more important to you? Time with God or caffeine? (laughs) Discuss amongst yourselves. (laughs) I will tell you, I got one of those food, like Nespresso machines, you know, with the little curved pods that you click the pod down, it's bzzz, and it... Kind of comes out looking like a Guinness, you know, it has a bit of a head on it, and and uh, I'm almost 50, so I can't digest milk anymore, I, I'm not going to go into that story as much, but, so I have my vanilla soy creamer, and, and I will tell you that I really enjoy that, I mean, so much so that when people say, oh, I don't drink coffee, <laughs> that's like, that's like I don't. I don't watch sports, I play sports. All right, tough guy, you know. I drink coffee and like to watch sports. And I'm sure my Broncos are losing right now to the Chargers. You can tell me the score, I don't care. They're dead to me. It's just right down the street. If I hadn't been here, I would have gone and watched them lose. No, I, I... I'm so thankful. Honestly, church and God is now keeping... My Sundays, I I got them back now. You know, Denver is terrible. Um, Paul tells these guys about life by the Spirit. He says, live by the Spirit and you won't gratify the desires of the sinful nature because those two natures are contrary to each other. The Spirit's what's contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict. Have you ever heard somebody say Christianity's a crutch to help weaker people through life? So stupid. That's spoken by someone who's never tried living like a Christian. It's like pick a fight with your human nature, with your DNA, and continue that fight till the day you die. That's Christianity. Because what the Spirit wants is not what you want told the story this morning uh, in Orange County I did this same lesson when I was a freshman in college it was my first chance to kind of do what I wanted food wise right my mom was not cooking well-balanced meals for me anymore I've met University of Colorado in the dorms Uh, you guys have heard of the freshman 15 that's where you that's where you make your own food choices and you you get one of these as a result and so me making choices were, yeah, I'll take that pizza and a side of ranch to dip the pizza in and salad. Like like I need salad, you know? And and then like for dessert like a bowl of fruit loops at dinner, you know, cuz fruit loops are available at dinner, you know? And then you get those little drink cups, those little glasses, so you know, you got to, you know, there's healthy choices, but it's like Whoa, soda, you know, so I got all the food groups, the Sprite food group, the Coke food group, the, the orange soda food group, and, and a, a couple months into that, my body started to kind of go through that line and go, uh, I, I, I've been eating that, but I don't want it anymore. I think I'm going to try the salad bar. And of course, you gotta smother it with blue cheese, but it's the gateway, it's a gateway into healthier eating, you know what I mean? It's the gateway. It's like a Starbucks Frappuccino is the gateway to just give me coffee beans and I'll chew them, you know? Which I'm I'm almost there, that's my goal. Um, You crave the spirit, but what we fill up on is whatever we want. Sexual immorality, impurity, right? Is that the slide that's on right now? You know that one, 19 through 21. All right, well, somebody read it. I've lost it now. There we go. The acts of the sinful nature are what? Obvious. Obvious. Yeah, this is the buffet line of sin, you know, okay? Immorality, impurity, witchcraft. I don't, uh, I'm going to. Oh, that's drugs? Oh, okay, pharmakia. All right, well, I'll try that too. Um, uh, hatred, yeah, discord. Well, I mean, if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. So jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, and you fill up your tray and you, you eat of that for a while and it, sense it's satisfying. There's a, you know, David Bruce is here. He could give you the, the right word for the part of your brain that's rewarding you in that moment. With dopamine, I know that much. Um, It's the Mundula oblongata, right? Is that it? Okay. That's that's more just a movie. Um, When we're done with that, what do we really crave? What do we really want? We want to hit a different line at times. Let's go to the next slide. It says, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. Oh, I'm in a fight with the guys back there now. Sorry, guys. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you know there's foods that you can eat that actually burn more calories than they replenish, you know? It's like fibrous, celery, and you know, it's not, but you know what, your body, have you ever tried the cabbage soup diet, right? Have you ever done that? I've I've made like gallons of that stuff and then thrown it out two days later, but it's a, It's a soup that you can eat as much as you want and you'll actually lose weight because it's not actually replenishing your body. It's, you know, it has no nutrients. Um, but, But this is really what we crave and there's no limit to that. There's no law. There's nothing that governs it. There's no checklist with these items. My problem is I don't possess these items. There's nothing in me that possesses these, but I will tell you that I'm in a place in my life where these things are demanded from me more and more. We're in a place where we're leading a church that we've never done before, of about 550 Christians there in Orlando. I'm in a place where we're planning the World Discipleship Summit, and if you, that expression, the weight of the world is on your shoulders, is no longer just kind of a anecdote, you know what I mean? Like, I put that on me, and I I think I have realized in myself there's a core idol of significance. That I create scenarios that I am needed, and that that scratches where I itch. And yet, all I have to offer is Marshall, and it's not God, and if I'm not Restoring my soul with God then there's too much on my shoulders that require God's spirit, not to mention my marriage, my family. A good indication of this was last year October 1st, one year ago I was getting ready for the Panama meeting, it's the meeting where we're gonna get the budget approved for the conference I've got these numbers I've worked out four different scenarios of who's coming, so I've got a by-faith one, and I would love it if that was the scenario, but I've also got a, you know, where we're at now, plus maybe a little more, amen. And so I'm going to get that approved, and uh, my wife and I are going to Panama, and we're going with one other couple from our church, Brian and Michelle Santos. October 1st, there's a reason why I know this date. I've got the weight of the world on my shoulders. We pull into the airport. We got our suitcases. We're ready to go to Panama. We see Brian and Michelle in line, and Michelle says... Happy birthday, Sean, to my wife. And it it dawned on me at that moment that it was her birthday. <laughs> that day. I, I tried to convince her that I have planned this trip to Panama to a lot of our friends are going to be there. We're going to see them. They're, they're really coming to see you, and we get a room and out. <laughs> tell. We've got childcare that, of course, she organized. Um, So that didn't work, uh, which is why I flew Dessa Craig out this last week for Sean's 50th birthday. Um, It's a little bit of trying to get out of the doghouse, though she didn't put me in it. I just knew I can't forget her 50th. But it just goes to show I was needed. I was needed to communicate something to her, that she's special, that she means everything to me. And when it's martial, I can't do that. There's not enough of me to communicate that. It has to be God moving through me. And so it says, don't be deceived. God can't be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. If you sow to please the sinful nature, from that nature, you'll reap destruction. And I think we are not in a sowing and reaping society, so we don't really get it. We don't really get that not having quiet times has consequences because you don't miss a quiet time and then like get struck by you know what I mean God is just not like that he's just like I just want to spend time with you if you didn't have time today let's let's touch base before you go to bed I I just want to spend time with you that's really what it's about it's not a checklist but when we stop spending time with God we don't see the effects of it right away But what happens is we begin to feed off of our flesh. Now we're living by flesh. Now the things at work or at school or if you're a parent or if you're a spouse, uh, there's something that's demanded from you and then these things can feel demanding. And you've got nothing except yourself to give. And what's demanded in that moment are fruits of the spirit. What's demanded from you is patience. And what I deliver to my kids is yelling, right? Because I've got nothing to draw from. I have been drinking from a different nature. I've been drinking from Marshall. I've been drinking from relying on myself. And I think that's part of, uh, you know, what I would say is uh, one of the maybe core strengths and weaknesses of, of the singles ministry. It's a strength in that you begin to gain your independence, right? Uh, Mia goes to law school and, and hits the bar exam. And I mean, that, that balloon that you talked about, it started inflating when Mia started talking about that, right? And Noah, I'm like, wow, I'm stressed out for her. And there's a lot demanded of her. She, she needs God. Let's, let's continue to pray for her. But guys, we are in, you know, I, I love this ministry because it's a self-sustaining. People are here because they want to be here. Your parents aren't saving you your seats and, you know, you want to be here year in and year out. And that's awesome. But that independence can also lead to self-reliance. And then you begin to be burdened, right? Right. Well, the one who sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. When, uh, when Jesus met with the woman at the well, you know, I think we assume because she had five husbands that she was maybe promiscuous. You know, the Bible actually doesn't say. She may, my wife and I went through infertility. That was a very challenging, and back then, infertility was like a curse. She may have been married and the husband realized, oh, you can't give me a child five times. There's nothing that says she was promiscuous. It's just that she had five failed marriages. Some of us in here have one or two, and it's a devastating thing. It's amazing how much we want to condemn her. Oh, gosh, I'm not that bad. How do you know? She was a woman that was thirsty for God. and, And when he began to talk about living water, she realized, I'm so tired. I'm getting water, by the way, for my husband, She was a slave to serving and pleasing other people and probably never thought of herself. And Jesus says, man, I want to replenish you. I want to replenish you with a water that will spring up. And he he began to describe what this water was on the greatest day of the feast. he, He yells it out so people can hear. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from him. By this he meant the Spirit, those who, to whom those who would believe in him were later to receive. The Holy Spirit. That is a stream of living water. Is that what your Christianity feels like? Do you feel that when things are demanded of you that the Holy Spirit is able to come out, that it's able to come out in the form of patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, kindness, self-control? Those are spiritual things. Those are miraculous gifts. We've all been in that cycle of slavery to sin and we tried to draw from those things and we just couldn't, right? And so Paul continues as he finishes up here in Galatians. He says, "Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. Therefore as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers." And I think this is kind of the paradox of Christianity that we're living in is I think at times we feel that Christianity is too demanding. That the ministry is too demanding. That seeking and saving the lost is too demanding. That coming to church and that... So we're trying to create boundaries and offset all the busyness and chaos of life. And, and what's the first thing that we blame for our anxiousness? Well, the church is demanding. Well, it's not demanding, but what it does present is opportunities to do good. There's always opportunities to do good. Especially here in the family of believers there's always opportunities if you want to be a leader uh, it's just raise your hand and we'll we'll find something for you to do Uh, so doing is part of our Christianity but it can't be our Christianity right and at times when our Christianity is about the doing we forget about the being and I will say that this is where I've been Uh, I've, even this morning, uh, you know, leading up to this service, I was feeling that same sense of anxiety, and that's a new phenomenon for me. So you get to look forward to some things. Even 30 years in the faith, there's, like, still core idols (laughs) that that you thought were gone, that you thought you burned. Remember when, like, the patriarchs were like, all right, let's move, let's burn our idols. Like, what were you doing with those in the first place? You're Anyway... uh, there's still core idols that God is, is, is digging up in me. And I love the doing. And it can be about the doing at times. Because it feeds the core idol of significance. So I just ask your prayers for me to kind of really relearn my own Christian balance. Because uh, it says, God, you're my God earnestly i seek you my soul thirsts for you my body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no body or no water your body your spirit your mind knows what's healthy and when we get tired of filling it up with the wrong stuff just listen to the holy spirit it's telling you go get with god Go spend time with God. Go spend time in nature. And I love nature. I grew up in Colorado, uh, lived here in California for 20 years. And I do think that's part of my struggle is nature for about six months in Florida is violently hot. (laughs) So it's like, where can I go and look at God from a Starbucks window? You know what I mean? I go to walk and it's just kind of like, you know, and Father, I just thankful for uh, you know this shirt and I just pray that you know Chevy Chase just going through the desert with his pants on his head that's my prayer walks but I'm entering into a different season so I'm going to start having my quiet times again and I'm looking forward to that now I I have them still right But, but I'm looking forward to nature I'm looking forward to replenishing my soul I need more Have you ever been in a routine that dried up and it's just not doing it anymore? And you're like, well, I'm reading, I'm praying, i got this book. Okay, it dried up, change the routine. I just need a change of routine. I really do. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited to go on adventures with God. I'm excited to to change it up and to explore more about God, more about my own brokenness, more about God's mercy and God's grace. I'm excited about those things. I began reading just different books about solitude and and, uh, monks that have just spent time just connecting with God and writing about it. I just, I need God. And I need to remember to be centered on Christ in my being because there's opportunities to do. <laughs> they are coming. Like, I can't not <laughs> for the next nine months at least. You know, I'm, I'm needed. But I also can't die at the price of my own idolatry and sinful nature. Amen? So the questions here for, for you as you try to apply this to your life, uh, am I living by faith or by the flesh? hit that last slide here. This is where you can, they're giving you time to pull out your phones now. (laughs) There we go. Two more slides. I'll let you guys do it. Am I living by faith or by the flesh? How am I sowing to please the spirit? What's my routine? Am I, number two, when I hit a dry spell, do I change it up? Do I keep digging until I find water or do I just try to survive the drought? Some of us are just like, well, You know, it'll change. It may not. We're all going to go through droughts, and we're all going to thirst for God. And God's inviting us to try something different. Am I becoming weary of trying to live as a Christian, or do I feel refreshed and ready to give of myself? I hope we do. I hope we feel refreshed and ready to give. You know, the whole sermon really is summed up in these two slides before we pray for communion. Next slide, please. John the Baptist said of Christ that he was full of the Spirit without measure. Say, so said, God gave Jesus the Spirit without measure. When did he do that? Well, every day. Do you see the days that Jesus had? Do you see the demands on his life? Were there any appointments that were replenishing to him? <laughs> were there any like, ah? Oh, Good, let's just, let's just go shoot pool and just, let's just watch the Broncos lose. I mean, let's just, let's just be together. There was, there was none of those. It's teacher, everyone's looking for you. That's his life. So each morning he was filled with the spirit without measure. And then every day of his life, he poured it out. And that's the life of our Lord. Fill up with God, pour it out. Fill up with God again, pour it out. Fill up with God again, pour it out. And the cross was by far the most challenging and that was a different routine. That was three times, that was the Garden of Gethsemane, that was sweating blood, that was, that was a breakthrough that he needed to have because the normal Galilee walk or the normal let's go to some other places, that wasn't gonna do it. And whatever, when we're staying faithful to God for the rest of our life, our routine doesn't do it. We've got to make these breakthroughs and get with God to be full of the Spirit and turn around and pour it out. Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to, uh, to know you, God. Father, we are... Uh, so weak in our flesh and yet uh, we just we take over and only in moments of exhaustion do we come to you and and cry out. Uh, Father help us to reverse that. Help us to cry out, get full of you and then pour out to others, to our friends, to our family, to our church to our community, to our workplace, God. May we be a a spring of living water in our workplace, in our schools for those who teach, in our hospitals for those who nurse and and care for, God. There's so many opportunities that need your spirit, God. Thank you for choosing us to work through. God, may we uh, imitate the life of Christ who drank deep of the spirit without measure and poured himself out unto death. It's in his name we pray, amen.